0: attention. The movie guys love movies. Any jokes about how the new thriller No Escape should carry the title Lee Daniels No Escape are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Ray Liotta?
1: Okay, I'm gonna jump right in. That's deep. And what explain. are you talking oh, about? Oh, I get it. I don't. It's the ongoing mission that Lee Daniels is full of shit. Okay, okay I get that. He had to call the because Butler because he had to call the Butler Lee Daniels the Butler because apparently there's a short film in 1916 or something called The Butler oh, that I... didn't allow him to call his movie The Butler, so he, he called it Lee Daniels name. the Butler. Yeah. Which is not true because apparently movies like 1994's No Escape and the No Escape that comes out this week, don't give a shit about this. So he's just sticking his name on the movie. That's what he's doing. <laughs> you realize No Escape, nobody remembers that. That is Ray Liotta's But nobody movie. remembers the and butler, it's the first the one. Four, this is the fourth No Escape movie. <laughs> 1936 and 1953 also had No Escapes released for whoever wanted to see the movie <laughs> called No Escape. <laughs>
2: oh, all right, so on, gladi- there's also a
1: gladiator with a Cuba Gooding Jr. Crash, <laughs> where there's, you know... the. Winning Best Picture and people uh, having sex at car accidents. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, which would, I think you should just combine those. And <laughs> you'd have everything you need. Uh, anyway, Running Scared, Twilight Flawless, Kicking and Screaming. Oh, Bad you- Boys. They do this all the time. I was going to say,
0: you have no examples. Bad Boys.
1: <laughs> no matter of time till we see Lee Daniels' Empire on TV, right? <laughs> stick his name on that. Anyway, welcome to the Movie Showcast, part of the vast and sprawling Movie Guys Empire. That's a great outfit. How much do clothes cost in the Matrix? You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, banter, bits, special Ooh. guests, and more as we broadcast from the Admirals Club in the heart of Burbank Airport's Flyover Zone. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week at movieguys.net, as well as iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Vimeo, YouTube, Player.fm, TuneIn.com poddirectory.com, <laughs> there's, there's plenty Tune of dot out TuneIn.com,
0: Paul, that's a new one.
1: No, no, poddirectory is new.
0: Poddirectory, yes. wow.
1: I, and, and uh, you know, they're just basically reposting something. Sure, so I, but that's I okay. So I mention them every once in a while. Well, okay, sure. please. But if you like the internet radio, go to uh, WBAD.net Fridays at 4 p.m. Eastern. Basically search the movie guys on Bing, Yahoo, or Google. 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 And we come right up. I'm your host for the hardest working comedy show in the airwaves, Paul Preston, here with Karen Volpe.
0: Janine, sorry about the bug eyes thing. And
1: Adam Witt.
2: <laughs> don't talk to me like that ass face. I don't work for you yet.
1: Nice. <laughs> uh, no Bart Caius this show. Uh, he'll be back next week. Joining us in the second half of the show, however, is an actor, singer, and musician, currently seen in the horror, sort of goth. Kind of burlesque musical, Hallelujah uh, The Devil's Carnival.
3: Awesome.
1: He's also appeared in School of Rock and SLC Punk, and of course, Damn. he's known worldwide for originating the role of Roger Davis in the huge Broadway musical Rent. Adam Pascal will Yay! be there. Damn.
2: That's accomplished. Woo! That's pretty
1: accomplished. Oh, I you know, left d- off some stuff. Doesn't that make
0: you oh. tired just sitting there listening to that?
1: <laughs> I feel unaccomplished. I know. Oh, want to feel unaccomplished? Go to Cirque <laughs> du Soleil. Watch the 10 year olds oh, do yeah. that thing with the yo yo's. <laughs> You've done nothing with your life.
0: And there's 10 of the little girls doing that with the I audio. I did, I
2: did edit, edit a campaign ad for D's Nuts for Maxim Magazine. So. Oh, there Boom, you go. Boom, drop the mic right there.
1: <laughs> Very nice. Lots to talk about with Adam, but first, we're laser-focused on what's opening in cinemas with our patented previews of new movie releases. And if you're a, a studio looking for the right release date for that Owen Wilson political action thriller and that Zac Efron DJ with a Dream movie, might we suggest... August
3: twenty-eighth.
1: <laughs> this week sees Wilson paired with Pierce Brosnan. Oh, there he is. In in No <laughs> <That's> Escape. <funny. laughs> and up first, we are your friends.
3: Oh yeah, and with friends like you, who needs friends?
4: Any successful artists, they have this moment. Where they start being an admirer and they find their signature. <laughs> signature. Sounds have
2: sold. Build them from scratch. Find new ones. Get your head out of that
4: laptop and start listening to what the real world is trying to tell you.
3: Yeah!
2: Oh, this is a Katy Perry movie, right? I mean, oh, no, If sorry. only. <laughs> Get your head the, out yes, of your computer and start so.
0: finding your own sounds,
2: Adam. Yeah, that's what Katy Perry says in her IMAX movie, her IMAX 3D movie, right? For sure. <laughs> sure, I don't know.
0: There's not as many tits in this, so that's too bad. Not Just Katie a Paris bunch of tits. boobs. You see what I did
2: there? We are comedy professionals, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God.
3: <laughs>
2: we'll prove that eventually.
1: Uh, so time. yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you where where that. I, I'm not a big fan of that music, and we'll hear we'll talk about that. later. Really? The Wait, EDM, what? Is, what is happening? Really? Right? I'm a rock and roll guy. Uh huh. But it works for me in movies. What? I hear that sure. in the trailer. I'm like, I'm psyched to see this movie. Yeah. You know, but you know, well, it that, works in an EDM. It show. It works in Blade. First time I ever yes. saw it. Yes. Oh. Right? There's a dance club. Oh, hell yeah. Going and then the blood sprays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because then off. somebody
0: I mean, gets is. shot or something happens. Well, then there's a story and other things I care about. And more. then they stopped doing that. Like, if you had to sit in that club all night, you'd pull put your eyes poke your eyes out with your fingers.
3: Well, that's good Not
2: EDM is the overarching... Description for them, right? Because it, because dance if you music? say to someone who's into electronic oh. dance music, if you go, oh, I love that techno. No, It's not technically techno. It's technically <laughs> trip hop. No, it's, it's not, not technically trip hop. Oh, it's techno- I hope Sorry,
1: I don't talk. I don't say. I'm not going to say <laughs> anything then because I don't want to start that conversation. I
2: think that's the
0: reason texting is so big because when you go to those places, you can't hear, so everybody's talking about each other behind their backs by texting, which is very.
3: Range. Yeah,
2: that's that's why I don't go to concerts. I am nervous that someone will try and talk to me in the middle of them, and it's absurd. Especially when you got—I've been to a few EDM things, and someone they leans over and goes and yells you in your ear. And it
0: hurts because
2: there's so much music; it's really hard to talk.
0: And you can't talk and I just at Just look
1: all. at them like, why are you? Even what do <laughs> yeah. you mean? We As, shouldn't be here if this is what you want to do.
0: Wait a minute, Adam. Didn't you go to the coolest thing though? The coolest thing ever, oh, where everybody this, got fell That balanced?
2: was the best. If you, if anybody's interested and like doesn't want to go to something like this, but wants to go to something like this. Yeah, you physically want to be up. there, but you don't want to hear. Called it. a silent disco. Yeah, mm. they put on. They have two DJs. You put Very on. Cool. Uh, yes, uh, Miss Victoria. Uh, uh, took me one of these, and you you put on the headphones, and they have lights on the top, and there's a green DJ and a red DJ, and you can change it from for which DJ, but you can also see how who in the crowds listening to and who they're dancing to, but you also adjust the volume yourself, and when you take it off, you can talk. You can talk because it's. Headphones. I've heard of those,
1: but I yeah, you're the cool. only guy I know he's gone to one. I think that. Right. And, that and you get cool. to
0: choose like if one kind of music yeah. is more like '80s or something you're into, you can just listen to that. Of course, it's weird because everybody's dancing. Like, you're dancing next to someone who's maybe... Oh, I would yeah,
1: never yeah. have the headphones <laughs> on. I don't want to see the show. I want to see the you know. And then talk to my buddy about it. I but think it's really his clever. headphones off. We just sit there and goof on everybody. Fun. That might be fun. <laughs> All right. All right, well, listen. Our first film is We Are Your Friends.
0: We Are Your Friends. Shouldn't that be Lee Daniels' We Are Your Friends? Isn't that right, Leopold Wolf.
3: <laughs> right? What?
0: Yeah. There, <laughs> there was this other movie called We Are Your Friends. It was a short film from 2012. Aren't we doing that joke anymore?
1: Uh no. Let's uh, okay. talk about the new Zach Efron film, We Are Your Friends. We
3: are your friends Calling <laughs> <laughs> our goodness, inter- morning, morning, nice. <laughs> what?
1: You don't know that song? No one
0: knows that song. The movie is set in the wild nightlife of clubs and parties with the young and the beautiful of Hollywood. So the biggest acting stretch for Zac Efron is that he's playing a 23-year-old. Because, you know, he's actually 28. That's right.
1: The electronic dance music scene is about to get a whole lot hotter as Efron plays a struggling DJ named Cole. Yeah. Well, there's your first mistake. A lame DJ name. (laughs) If you want to make it, try DJ Cole is Ice or (laughs) DJ Cole Trickle to appeal to fans of Days of Thunder. (laughs) Or DJJ or DJJD. Anyway, let's play a clip.
4: Study halls, SATs, liberal arts, student loans, layoffs, bailouts, broken dreams. This is not our future.
1: Actually, that is your future. Mm. That and herpes. We're pretty sure herpes is also in your future.
0: (laughs) DJ Cole Mountain seems to be frustrated, (laughs) suffering in his career, aside from being tan, good-looking, well-adjusted, and, of course... Zach Efron. Nothing says underground music quite like the Star of High School Musical.
1: <laughs> it's the classic story of a small town boy who dreams of life in the big city. Except the small town is the San Fernando Valley mm-hmm. and the big city is Hollywood. So my suggestion for getting to the big city is, you take the five, maybe right? The or the five. maybe Kauanga. i go five. It depends. i yeah. go Kauanga. Well, a Hollywood Bowl. Oh, watch yeah, 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 yeah. Depends yeah. on time and day, Because As always, when plotting the course for the big time, check ways.
0: Sharing the journey with DJ Cole <laughs> Ostamy are his entourage of friends, Mason and Turtle. Mm. Oh, sorry, Squirrel.
1: Squirrel. Yeah. Squirrel. Things get complicated when DJ Cole, Miner's daughter, ah. strikes up a relationship with be. the girlfriend of DJ American Beauty, played by Wes Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> Bentley is his mentor, the guy who showed him how to.
3: Put the Yeah! Put needle on the record.
0: Yeah! Put the
1: Right, enough for that, no, no.
0: This girl, DJ Double D, is played by Emily Racha <clears throat> Horitz. Racha Horitz. Mm. Raja Maladella Ding Dong. You know, Emily. Emily. we we'll call
1: mm-hmm. her Emily. Yeah. In case you were wondering what it takes to make it as a pref- uh, professional DJ.
0: Professional. Ding de- Dong. As
1: a professional DJ, well, it's.
4: But if you're a DJ, all you need is a laptop, some talent, and one track.
0: That's
1: that track
4: D. is your ticket to everything.
0: That's not really all you do is a little stators. more than play
4: MP3s,
1: and somehow Zac Efron makes it look harder than it is.
0: <laughs> That's right. All it takes is that one special sound. Maybe it's the sound of a spoon tapping a kettle, or a wet sock slapping against a plastic tub, or maybe the sound of your parents' hope that you'll ever amount to something just crashing to the
1: ground. <laughs> There's very little at stake here, DJ Coleslaw. Is not a musician in the (laughs) traditional sense. He's a DJ who's finding sounds for dance tracks. Like, it's not life or death. It's just a guy who hates his real job working at a computer all day and wants to mix beats so he can work at a computer all
0: day. He's not even producing something avant-garde to impress hipsters. He's just mixing noises and beats with a little hint of a tune. It's kind of like McDonald's of music.
1: It's the Rocky of movies that go... (laughs)
0: D- ah, ah, <laughs> djing, the only profession people like Kim Kardashian can rightly make fun of. There
1: you go. That's- oh.
2: Wow. I will let you know there is an art to djing, or so I'm told by all of my friends who like it.
3: There,
2: <laughs> there is not.
0: Well, maybe there. I don't know. I've never done it. Of course there it.
2: is. I mean, it's like it's you know. It's got to be a thing. Well, it's not thing. done while you're there, though.
0: What do you mean they're, they're doing? They're not, it's
1: not like they're taking requests. Oh, I've no, no, a de- no, I've seen they DJs put more, than than I've seen more than once. together in order. I've seen DJs more than once. And it was the same from beginning oh. to end. It's they're playing an MP3 and pretending to do stuff. That button they're turning, yeah, yeah, nothing goes on with that button. <laughs> we got one of them right over there on our on our mixer. Doesn't do anything.
0: Do you want me to go DJ the mixer and start playing some crazy sounds? You know, I, I like in this movie where they go around and they grab the sounds.
2: They start well, that's, actually. That's the weird thing. That that's made up. What I, I, I guess... the DJs play? I'll, I mean, whether whether they do now it, they're sampling they it live music or whatever. Well, they're not even sampling. They're playing albums. Well, I guess they have, sometimes they'll have one album on one side right. and one album on the other. Alright, so work. I just
0: saw, uh, not Run DMC, uh, who are those guys? Straight out of Compton.
2: DJ Yella? NWA?
0: Yes, NWA. And I was impressed by that because they literally made the tracks that they were singing to. Like, it was happening while they were yeah, there. But,
2: but they're taking old albums and right. things like that and using the samples. I don't think sampling. that's what's happening now. Well, though.
1: I don't know. They actually did a lot of sampling. No, no, no. It back still now. is. Uh, but, but they do, I mean, there is a scene in the trailer where they're... he's nailing something the girl runs her zipper up and down and and he uses that sound you know what he does call those sounds and make music out of it and Howard Stern does this all the time when he's playing dance music he'll play the sound of a door closing (laughs) and he play it in town with a beat and (laughs) 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 next thing you know it's you're listening to his song
2: Actually, I super take it back because one of the one of the shows Victoria took me to was a DJ that did all the sounds live, and he would have reverberation. So he would hit something. He would bring out a bunch of stuff, and he would hit something, and then they would he would play that sound in a loop. I mean, he would play it into a machine that automatically yeah. loops it. Wait and a minute. I remember choose,
0: seeing something like that in a Prairie yeah. Home Companion. Uh-huh. That guy who did all the sound effects. Remember him?
2: Ah, yes. That, no, I'm
1: teasing. The Listen, I've shot a he bunch of He had a that.
0: table full of stuff, and he made noise with it.
1: I've been hired to shoot with my camera yes <laughs> EDM events the beat drops every 10 every two minutes there's like a recipe I timed it yeah, yeah. it's like do 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 that happens every two minutes
2: awesome they bring it down again
1: they bring it down unless it's a trip pop show
2: Paul unless it's a
1: well I don't know and then techno we're talking about techno
2: but that's the that's actually fun. But too that that build and that rise. I mean, if you've been to like, uh, have you been to Fat Boy Slim or one of the popular ones or anything like that? Like, they really. I mean, you know, like that's the uh, few I've, I've seen been guys, to. I've seen
1: Vegas guys. You know, that's, yeah. that's what I'm shooting when they come down. Yeah, right. yeah.
2: But I mean, that's that's a fun thing to be a part of. That that rise and everything like that. And but by the way, but I every j- two minutes, I'm good for like. Yes. Eight of those. Yes. But by the way, I just want to say because I do have one foot in this world because I know some people who are big fans of it and I've lived with DJs and everything like that. We sound like dickheads because there is a ton of nuance to it. And let me just say let me just say what this sounds like to anybody I might know who who would be listening to this. Oh, oh, rock and roll That's the one where the guitar It has this progression every time Yeah, oh, and then you go Oh, yeah, there's and a go, chord, chord progression This chord, this chord, this chord Then a multiple chord Yeah, yeah, I get it That's what rock and roll is <laughs> That's exactly how it sounds Zac Efron and Squirrel and his buddies Whatever, they oh, can Oh, well, fuck this
1: movie I, I do want to say I, I do want to say They can have this I, It's not for me And I think I, I should lead with that Hang on a and second I gladly will no. Not my thing.
0: I know all the lyrics to this song, though. I just want to say right now that it's sometimes hard to memorize the lyrics, and I know how they go: "Put your hands in the air,
1: if, uh, make some noise, make some noise." There's a lot. Uh, put your hands of you. in the oh. air. when you go to one of these, it's, it's all asking you. It's like you. they're going
0: to take your wallet. They're yeah. like, "Put your hands in the air, and now hand me your wallet." Yes. <laughs> but that's here. Let
1: me, an well, let me show you right, easy it is. Old person. Let me show you how easy it is because we listen to trailers all the time, oh, right? No, yeah. And we pull sounds from trailers. Oh, good. Did you put them together? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm. I'm going to do it now. I'm not going to do it beforehand and play my MP3. Because what happens is you can't film these uh, DJs from behind. I specifically get told with my camera not to do that. Because it would just prove that they're not doing anything. <laughs> you can just say, play. here's an MP3 for you. I'll be over here sitting down. Enjoy yourselves. Have a nice night. But, you know, the whole turn in the knobs. Anyway, I'm a dickhead, right? Is that what you said? <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll oh, own that oh shit. somebody hates this. All right, here we go. <laughs>
0: Are you doing this right
1: now? Yeah, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use sound effects from trailers, the ones we know oh, and love. They're okay. oh, all good. in the Hall of Wong. Talk- hall right? of Wong. I'm assuming
2: Wong's gonna show up. But here
1: we go. This is uh, this and a quote from Ed Wood. Right, I'm gonna play I'm gonna play some. So what do you this call one? this? this from from the bed? This part here? This from from Ouija. Okay. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> that was good.
1: <laughs> and you know this one from Transformers, right? <laughs>
2: Oh, I feel like something's happening. You have gonna Godzilla? Happen. Oh, a little I little
0: I like how you have to bounce. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Godzilla?
2: Oh, that's
1: just Dinobots running wild. Oh. What's she got to do every two minutes? <laughs> well, that's the build up. Oh, well,
2: that's the one. You have the one with a fart? You have the one from Oculus? <laughs> All right. That's awesome.
0: Why are not DJ's funnier? Because this could be really funny. You could like sample in funny sounds and stuff.
2: <laughs> DJ Wong.
0: Do they sample in fart noises?
2: <laughs> See, you're enjoying this, Paul, right? Yeah, you're smiling and yeah. bouncing. You're doing something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. You are trying to hit the beat and stuff. <laughs> oh, music. That's disco, right? So anyway, <laughs> you sound like that's what you sound like. Oh, just, I've heard music. Just... It's disco, right? <laughs> so this old and
3: grumpy.
1: <laughs>
2: what you saw there, you want two
1: hours of that? We are your friends. There you go. <laughs> okay. Our next film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't
2: imagine a DJ who would go see Zac Efron. I bet to he be thinks one. it's no. annoying, too. Come on. Yeah.
1: You know what? Uh, Steve Schultz, who writes for the show, said, no, neither will people because they could go and see a DJ. Yeah. Or see pay it? to see the drama behind the DJ. Oh, yeah. so who, who wants to see that? Who cares? <laughs> uh, he'll be 30 soon enough and we can cut the shit and see what he does next. All right. Our next film, already in theaters. It opened on Wednesday to get a jump on the huge uh, August 28th weekend. <laughs> good.
0: It wanted to get in there before the other one took <laughs> no off. No
1: escape, Adam. Let's talk about it. Oh, here. oh wait, fun. I'm gonna. If I'm not careful, I'm gonna play another sound. Yeah, figure. don't. Here don't
2: do that. <laughs> now play the <blonde> right there. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you're getting good at this, Paul. <laughs> I think you're gonna be a
1: fan. <laughs> Good news for xenophobes, everyone in Southeast Asia is out to get you in No Escape.
2: No Escape tells the story of Jack and Annie Dwyer, played by Owen Wilson and Lake Bell.
3: Swing!
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you. I love the re- delay. Yeah,
2: well, <laughs> the delay. a lot to do. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when you're half doing? half-unenthusiastic swing. <laughs> you, didn't find, you didn't find one of the big swings. They're swing. psyched. It's like, ah, swing. Kristen yeah. Bell,
0: she's good. Swing! <laughs> All right. <laughs>
2: Uh the Dwyers along with their young daughter move out of the US. Mistake number 1. To a country named Southeast Asia. When the citizens of Southeast Asia <laughs> realize
1: where they're living, they revolt. <laughs> taking to the streets in violent opposition to not having American game shows and virtually no Kardashian news. Aww.
2: The Dwyers are caught in the crossfire of the bloody of uh, the bloodthirsty armies of orcs and stormtrooper. Oh, sorry, not not orcs and stormtroopers. Actually yeah, no. Southeast Asians. Yeah leading to this panicked call.
3: I think it was an Asian gang or something. I saw someone, he looked Asian, and he was speaking another language. I'm pretty sure it was Asian.
2: I hope they fry that guy.
1: (laughs) Darn the luck, isn't that always the case? You get tired of spacious and affordable housing and clean and quiet surroundings, so you decide to move your wife and two daughters Mm -hmm. to somewhere in Southeast Asia. And you pick the one place in Southeast Asia that isn't all socially stable and well-rooted in fair democratic governments. What are the chances? Well, here's a clip from the movie. Wow, what the heck? There's a bunch of crazy people standing in our yard. <laughs> hey, hon, I think we're about to get murdered.
2: <laughs> might
1: have been SNL.
2: That might have been. Yeah. Southeast Asia is kind of a big place. I mean, where in Southeast Asia are they exactly? Ah, yes, good point. They don't say, but doesn't matter. I guess not in this movie, it doesn't. Right.
1: Wilson walks the abandoned streets searching for help in the trailer where he, when he sees two sets of armies marching from opposite ends of the block, mm. clearly ready to fight, and then faster than you can say, Bottle Rocket!
2: It, it. it sounded it. like it was about to buong on its own there, right? Mm-hmm. At that moment in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the movie then plays out like a suspense thriller with dangerous mobs around every corner, leaving no child left unthrown off rooftops. At least throwing that child seems to be the centerpiece of every trailer I have seen.
0: That must have been an expensive special effect. They, they show th- it a and lot. Then,
2: and then the first one, there's like they stop, like will the child make it? And that was the end of the trailer. Like, all right, <laughs> come to the theater to see what happens <laughs> see next. See if the kid splats on the sidewalk, <laughs> and you see the worst movie you've ever a seen scene, immediately, because that's <laughs> going to
0: happen right away. They
2: throw her, and then.
1: <laughs> right. Wow. Oh, he's got a whole soundboard. Oh, I, gotta get the, now that, we're I gotta screwed. get that. <laughs> gotta organize that. Uh let's see. Wilson teams with James Bond to escape Asia. So it seems like that would go well. But right. apparently there's no escape. Oh. Mm. Well, we'll see about that. You know, sometimes <clears> movies <throat> like to say one thing then do another. You know, yeah. like how they call an Adam Sandler movie a comedy. <gasps> Is it too, 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 I mean, too soon to shit on Pixels? Am I, uh, no. America oh, oh, no. I forgot oh, no. about
2: Pixels. <laughs> I guess I was waiting for a sound effect there because that was oh, such I, a good I, point. I, that was I, uh, such a good point. I, 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 I blew it. My mind you know, like how they call an oh. Adam Sandler movie a comedy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I immediately thought of Punch Drunk Love. I loved him in that. How long ago did you he do that? You were the only one. All
2: right. You know those Adam Sandler movies like Punch Drunk Love. Spanglish.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I liked it. Shut up.
2: How does it end? I
0: don't know.
2: Well, they don't escape. What? Yeah. Thanks a lot, title. Way to blow the ending. (laughs) God, these titles give away everything. You know, just once, I might like to be surprised that there are Avengers in the movie, you know? At least have the decency to call yourself. Spoiler alert. No escape. And that's No Escape, everybody. Sponsored by the North
1: Korean Board of Tourism. There you go.
0: I, I want to see this. I like Owen Wilson. I will see this movie. You know what's
1: amazing about him? I yes, bet you tell he me. will be completely credible in this movie. That's and the it, thing. It, it Seems like the last guy who would be.
0: I love him in the Wes Anderson movies. I completely buy everything he does. And this is such a different genre. And I, I already am excited. So you,
2: so you will go see an Owen Wilson movie just because he's in it? Just because? Yeah, like, sp- do you yeah. think he elevates movies? Because.
0: Uh, he he, warm fuzzies them for me.
2: Okay. <laughs> so
0: when I go to a movie with him, it's like going to. He makes
1: him approachable.
0: Yes, it's like going to the store and getting your comfort food. So I go, gee, I want to watch a movie, but I want to make sure there's someone okay. in it that I like. So I would see a Sandra Bullock movie, but I've seen all those. So the gotcha. second person would be Bill Murray, but I've I've seen all those. Like 15 so in times. your estimation to use So the, yeah. I would go see Owen Wilson because I like him for two reasons. One, I like him, and I can't stop staring at his nose. <laughs>
2: That's true. He, he never had it, he never had it fixed. I love that. He I love have. that about him. You know what's so funny? I watched a bunch of 80s movies with my mom over the uh uh I was on vacation for a little bit. And man, they didn't fix their teeth in the eighties. No. They just didn't even And they were
0: yellow too.
2: Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They didn't they didn't whiten them, they didn't Mm-mm. fix them. They were just I don't know. Meryl it's Streep, so, it's so hers
0: are different now. I was watching a Meryl Streep movie, and well, the you, teeth are messed up.
2: You can't find a bad grill now. It's like amazing. that's just a, it's a requirement. Isn't that interesting? Though you'd think maybe even in the '80s and mm-hmm. early '90s or whatever, it's like eh, there would have been some pressure to even, make them not yellow.
0: Even nope. uh, Sandra Bullock and Speed, hers aren't fixed. Yeah. But I think that's kind of you know it's amazing that that is something that's happened in 30 years. The fact yeah. that your teeth have to be perfect.
2: Yeah, and and I feel like such a jerk cuz I totally notice, too cuz I'm like, oh, I'm not that superficial guy." Like I, you know, well, sometimes
1: I notice in period pieces when like, you know, they're in the filthy civil war or something, and they have perfect teeth. To- <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, kind <laughs> of for- <laughs> That kind of stands Foreshadowing out.
0: Foreshadowing too when Adam comes on. There was one thing that I remember when I first moved out here and I was doing theater. One of the critics wrote, they said, "LA theater is so vapid. When I do Les Mis, they have manicures." Like the girls that are playing the horrors apparently had manicures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well. I guess they couldn't commit to having crappy nails.
2: Couldn't yeah. commit to going and whoring out at uh, night. Apparently. Hey, we just
1: closed 9 to 5. I had 70s mustache oh. and sideburns for two months. Oh, he yeah. He had to put up with it. You
0: looked better. You shaved. Yeah. Thank good. God. I shaved, too, once the show was over. So we're equal.
1: Well, ass. you're just
2: Italian. So that
0: Yeah. What are you going to do?
2: <laughs> did you videotape removing the mustache? That was a big thing. Oh No. no. You, did. you should have no, periscoped it. I did it so quickly. Yeah. I did, did it.
0: It came off like that. I went, well, so good so night, sweet. everybody. Show Showing down.
1: To the bathroom.
0: Uh, so, yeah, I will see this. Because MoviePass, because you can.
1: Ray Scalacci of the yes. uh reviewer saw it, sent me a review. Haven't been able to post it yet. But I will post it tomorrow. And he loved it. Yeah. And, oh, good. and then Did he, he okay. followed up because he started reading all the reviews, and they're like, the critics don't get it. Like you always Worthless. say, Worthless. they're watching the wrong movie. Yeah. Or they're Worthless. watching the movie wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're watching it wrong. So.
0: They it's expect on you. You something. have to
2: do some work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, one thing that I got from the trailer that made it exciting to me is it has a very Walking Dead feel to me because I don't know if you like me, but when you watch the Walking Dead, <laughs> Walking and, Dead, but Asians, and,
2: Walking, walking Asian. Asians.
3: <laughs>
0: so you're watching the Walking Dead, and I'll just make up something. They go into the grocery store and they're getting their supplies, but then you see the zombie come over here, and then you know that the zombies are going to come through the roof. So then you have to figure out what you would do, like who would you sacrifice, what kind of, what would you do with the mop that you grab, right? So as I watch this trailer, I'm like, okay, we got crazy Asians coming from over there, my family's <laughs> over there, and I got to get upstairs, and then when I get upstairs, what would I do? Uh, uh, and then it becomes yeah. very- Throw your kid over there. I'd throw yeah. my kid. I don't know if i would
2: Not a kid throwing my I would right. probably <laughs> just
0: leave my kid and be like, I'll be back. But, uh, it's a survival
2: yeah, instinct. You just pick up your kid and throw him. It's <laughs> a
0: choose-your-own-adventure movie. So I would figure out how I would do it.
1: I think Lake Bell- We'll see how uh, her teeth look because, oh,
2: she's lovely.
0: She's lovely. Shwing. I urge anybody.
2: Well, I urge any male in our audience. Yes. I apologize to the females.
1: What? <laughs> All right.
2: Do, yes. en- do enter the search term like Bell Nude. My God. Uh,
0: what?
2: <laughs> enter really? that in Google. Wait, My have you seen goodness.
0: In a world?
2: uh no i haven't seen in a world i do like her but i, I didn't get not that wrong right yet. that's no right. that's what it's called
0: fantastic her, yeah, because her father
2: was a real voiceover guy oh it's and really so she's, great yeah actually yeah it's um,
0: women empowerment too so that's why it's surprising to me that yeah. she'd be all naked and kicking around the internet but what he can do well you're allowed to be naked that's the yeah, thing that's the thing to that's to a two-way if street if it's your you can choice say, well
2: yeah, yeah well yeah i mean that's that's the thing there's you can go two ways with that if you're nude uh then it could be sexist that you had to get nude in this movie unless you do it confidently. I don't know how that works Tell us about
0: (laughs) when you get nude in a movie,
1: Adam. You know where I stand on EDM, but I'm going to go on record also Yes. and say I support Lake Bell doing it either way she cares to. uh, (laughs) I will be there for both ways she cares to present herself. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Clothed or a (laughs) non-clothed.
3: She
0: has this whole message in the movie about women finding their voice, their true voice, and then you guys talk about well, it. That being film naked. is well
1: done and well Amazing. directed. She directed that movie.
0: Just so saying. Go. Anyway. Well, I don't <laughs> yeah. think women
2: should ever be naked. Oh, wait. But that's also the mother figure. So I think they should always be naked. See, you wait, that's creepy. I can't win. <laughs> now I'm See, creeped out about win.
0: people's mothers being naked. All right. Good call. Good call. All
1: right, listen. As I mentioned earlier, there is much to talk about with our guests. So we're going to take 10 seconds of break. That's it. Good. Uh, Just 10, so hang out with us. We'll take a longer break. But for you, it'll only be 10 seconds. All right, team. Break. With Adam Pascal in studio. Stay with us. Wow. I, I, I messed that up. I was miming. And I was miming the keyboard and singing as if Greg Jafria and David Glenn Isley were the same person.
3: (laughs) (laughs) David
0: sang
1: and Greg played the Mm -hmm. keyboards. Okay, so anyway. Uh, hey, we're back, and Yay. psyched to be uh, joined by an actor and fiercely talented singer who has a couple of albums of his own mm-hmm. and can be currently seen mm-hmm. in "Alleluia," the Devil's Carnival, which is currently touring the country. We'll get to that, oh, cool. and uh, as well as the 2005 film version of Rent, where he reprised the role of Roger Davis, he made wow. famous on Broadway. He's also appeared on Broadway in Aida, Memphis, and more. Adam Pascal, everybody! Yay. Hey, thank you, everybody. Hey. You're you're a real actor. Thank you. I
4: know, right? (laughs) Depends who you ask.
1: (laughs) Well. Are you known for uh, plays at all? You ever get up before you you made it in musicals and do... No,
4: believe it or not, I actually... uh, The way I actually got into doing musicals and the way I became an actor ultimately was I grew up in New York City playing in rock bands. And so um, in 1995... Uh, the band that I had been with since I was probably 12 years old, playing music that sounded, interestingly enough, a lot like that <laughs> horrible Jafria that you play. <laughs> um, it, it, uh, so we had broken up, um, and, uh, and I got a call about this off-Broadway musical that was being uh, put together at the New York Theater Workshop, and, and they were having trouble casting this particular role of Roger, um, and he was a rock singer, uh, and, uh, and they had opened the casting call up to people who didn't necessarily have any prior acting experience and so uh, i just kind of went in and uh, on a lark i had never auditioned for anything before and awesome. I, I yeah i, I, I it, it was cool. really and don't
0: get used <clears throat> to that by the way oh
4: believe me it was <laughs> it was the best audition i ever had because i had i had no expectations <laughs> right. um and had no idea what i was in for and so i just had to go in with my guitar and play a song and uh, I just kind of went in on a lark. I'd never auditioned for anything before and it just seemed like, okay, well if I'm ever gonna audition for something, it might as well be something that I actually know how to do. Exactly. Um, and uh, kind of just went from there and then the show became huge.
0: You have such a great quality in your voice because I I heard you when you did um, the Real Love music. We worked together yes, on that. Yes, we did. And we that did. didn't capture-
4: I'll leave capture. it to you to describe <laughs> what that monstrosity Point. was. Now, no,
2: please explain yes. everything, oh, but not. don't just make a reference. <laughs> Real Love. All right. So and what was that show? I mean, come on. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're, going, we're going down a Broadway wormhole. Well, yeah. I know, but I'm just saying, like I maybe would, people don't understand. Well, oh, oh, you're right. Nobody no. understands and that, including all was? of us who were in it. Yeah. Here, here. <laughs> let me fill right. in the gaps. And the
4: show was the show was uh, the Real Love. The
0: Real Love. Okay. At yes. the Pasadena Civic Auditorium. Okay. Yes. And uh, what happened, as far as I knew, is they flew in um, the leads. From New York, so they had Katie Huffman from the producers, and they also had Adam, who was living here, who yes. didn't have to be put up in their housing, That's which was right. good. And then Roger, <laughs> uh, Robert Tordy came in, and then and, uh, Daisy, Egan. and Daisy Egan, who right. I think was living here too. And they yeah. did the leads, and the rest of us did the chorus parts. And it was all based on the writings of the supreme master Cheng Hai.
3: What?
0: <laughs> I'm not making this up.
3: No, she's I'm sort of not, a, not
2: making sort this of up. She's
4: a, a vegan guru. That's exactly what yes. you wrote, would describe they her they as. They in, wrote in, it in about interesting her life. enough in Southeast Asia. Yeah, oh,
2: okay. uh,
4: yeah, 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 yeah. Appropriately. Appropriately. Yeah. This yeah. doesn't sound interesting to and
0: me at all. Don McLean. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. Do <laughs> <laughs> You have music from it. Don't play any of it. More no, oh God. Oh my not What I was getting at before I started talking about the weird thing we like, did together was that when they did that music, it was, you know, whatever, it was very musical theatery. that's great. But when I started listening to some of your stuff, because I never really paid, I wasn't the generation of Rent, I think I was more of the generation of Big River, because I like (laughs) that kind of music, I'm such a dork. But your quality of your voice, I could totally see why, when these musicals started being more rock and roll and more that, you have such a great rock sound, and it's not put on. It's because you're really a rock singer. Well,
4: I, you know, I grew up um, listening to 80s metal, Yes, Sens, okay, no, absolutely. So, which which rock sound do you have? Uh, are you Queensrÿche? Are you you yeah. know? So yeah. I, I would say <laughs> sure. I, I would say I'm the bastard child of um, Bruce
0: Dickinson, Bruce Dickinson, yep. Jeff
4: Tate, and Ronnie James Dio. And it's I'm solid. Yeah. And it's I th- badass. I'll take that combo. Yeah. i combo. I, I think I'm, I yeah. I, I would like to consider myself. A, and
0: I feel that the real love did not capture that. Well, quality. you know, it, it
4: doesn't. Uh, you know, but in, but then you know, as I got into doing more musical theater, you, you, as a singer, you start. To and getting the opportunity to, to do musicals, I started to discover these other parts of my voice that I never had the chance to express and never even realized were in me. Mm-hmm. And um, once I started doing more traditional things like cabaret in Chicago, I, I found how much more you have to fun... dance in Chicago, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, nice. Um, but it, it's nice. it that kind of stuff to me because I played rock music for so many years. At this point, now in my career, I, I find it so much more. Interesting and compelling to to do that kind of stuff. You know, the the more traditional kind of sound. Mm-hmm. It's you know yeah, easier you, on oh. the pipes. It, I it, was just gonna say because yeah. you
0: can do the longevity of that's a little easier.
2: Yeah. Do you have a song in? I don't. But let's pretend I don't know Rent. Yes. Is there a song in Rent that uh, <laughs> that is a rock song, like a rock and roll? Well, because I think of that as uh, the songs I've heard are the really songs musical, are more like, they they are rock. Than the, 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 the,
4: the the score was 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 a a a, a combination, uh, sort of a. A, a mashing together of the composer Jonathan Larson's idea of rock and roll and his influences of rock and roll, and also his musical theater influences, and so yeah. so the score is 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 considered a rock musical score. Okay. It's not rock musical in the sense of like a rock you know, musical of like Green Day, <laughs> like you know they did I was their just gonna rock see music. See yeah. Yeah. It's not, is more yeah, rock. it's not the kind of rock music that one would hear on the radio. It's gotcha. it's musical theaterized yeah, exactly. rock music.
0: So think Glee, and then think rock.
4: Jesus Christ. Superstar.
0: Now that, have you done that?
4: Ah. I have not done that. Oh, that would done. be That's sweet, dude. Yeah. yeah great Although, uh, the, speaking of um, yeah. Devil's Carnival, hallelujah. Yes, Oh, we're
0: supposed my, to talk about that. Yeah. One of my co-stars
4: in the movie is Ted Neely, who That's played right, Jesus. Jesus in Jesus Christ Superstar. We
0: saw him. We Six saw him. Did you
4: guys have a belt? separate? Did Absolutely. you have a, uh, a belt off?
1: He's he's, he's sixty-two. He is, and And he still has an amazing
4: voice. He sounds terrific. He really does.
0: We just heard a story about him coming into the rehearsal hall. Who was telling us that? I can't remember. But they were rehearsing with him. They couldn't believe that they were on tour with him, and he wasn't in the rehearsals. And so they were doing all this, and the kid was just kind of like. In his early 30s, so he's like, well, I'm kind of suspicious if his voice is still going to be good and whatever. So they were at some point in the show so where they
1: were at Get Get right? yes, where he, just is
0: where he just goes ah and he comes yeah. in. So they're all rehearsing and they hadn't met him at all yet, and the door pops open at exactly the right time and he comes in singing <laughs> the note. And they're like, Well, it's going to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> he just I mean, in street clothes, putting his jacket down, just singing. Well, like,
4: he's still he's still doing the show yeah. in yeah. various productions around the world. Uh, you know, I mean, he's just. He's not That's going to
0: be you, my friend. I, right I, I hope You're going to be doing rent. <laughs> You're going to be 80 years old doing rent. Going, oh, I,
4: you, I don't want to pay you rent. still do Wait. rent? Wait. No I I mean You know look I, I would imagine Jesus is somewhat Ageless right? ah. And so he, Ted of course Can play that part I think me playing Roger My days are over Yeah 07,
1: mm-hmm. You and Anthony Came back right And did the show Yeah we that did was, uh-huh. That was the final We did
4: Well, right. no, well we, no actually We did uh, Anthony and I did a, a summer in 07 On Broadway And then we did a a, a national and international tour in 09 for a year.
0: That's fun though when you know a part really well. Yeah, it was then great. you can enjoy it was yourself. Great. And yeah. I have
4: to say, getting to close the Rent chapter in that way uh, was was so was so rewarding because when we first did the off Broadway production, for those of you who don't know much about uh, the Adam? show, yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> the, the composer, the composer Jonathan first Larson there's died. Batman. Oh, sorry. Oh. Um, he died yeah, on our uh, the our, uh, the night of our. Open dress rehearsal before Jeez. we opened before we opened off Broadway. He so, was
0: he was very sick too during the
4: whole wow. time. Well, he actually wasn't. He oh, okay. he had he had a syndrome called Marfan syndrome, which which had not been diagnosed. But basically, oh. he had an aortic aneurysm that nobody knew about, and he basically just dropped dead. Oh my
0: God! So it was out of nowhere. Yeah. I yeah, thought it, he had no, been it suffering. Was, the no,
4: whole time. no, 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 no. Oh my God! No. So he, he yeah. So he so that that whole original production was so bittersweet because it, the show took off and became so immensely popular, yeah. but yet he died. And so wow. like there was a lo- there was a lot of heaviness around that original production. So to come back huh. in 2009 and and nice do distance. it there was a a huge distance mm-hmm. and all of that drama and heaviness had been, uh, you know, uh, dissipated and alleviated and we got to do the show in a much more happy circumstances. Who was so. the original casting director? Who di- put oh you in yeah. That show? Uh his name is uh, Bernie Telsey.
3: Oh, Bernie, Bernie Telsey. Okay. Okay. There you go. Yeah. He's yeah. a huge yeah. Broadway
1: guy. And Adam, yes. I will tell you he the guy yeah, please. Kn- I can tell you he knows what he's doing just from He Le-
0: had a dezim in there.
1: Feel That's like, right. If you look at his resume, but this original cast it has people that, that you know are just so. Uh, Tay Diggs. What's the word? Tay Diggs. What's yeah. the word mm-hmm. I'm looking for? Oh, Established. Yeah. No. It, so it's yeah. kind
0: of like back in the day when let me put it in terms Adam will understand. Remember when in Toronto they did Godspell and it had Martin Short and Gilda Radner and Eugene Levy yes. and Dave Thomas. I know and that
2: from reading that the, uh, <laughs> happened. Yeah,
0: that happened in the uh, late late '70s, and that. Same idea with rent. The guy cast all these people that became huge. So Adina yeah.
1: who went on to do Wicked and, and Frozen. Yeah, and it was Tay Diggs, of course, and uh, yeah. Jesse L. Martin went on to do uh, Law and Order for so many years. Uh, Rosario Dawson.
4: Oh yeah, yes. yes. right. who was uh, who was in the movie, not in the stage production? Ah, yeah. oh, is
1: that true? That is true. Oh, I thought she was in the original.
4: No, she was oh. not. She was just in the film. The original oh. Mimi now, was uh, Daphne Rubin Vega. Now I ah. remember.
2: I remember so it was a big
4: deal when the movie came out that. Generally, when they adapted
2: pl- uh, stage plays to movies, they went and they d- never used the stage people. Like, what oh, do those true. people know about acting? No, no, yeah, no, no, no. Why no. would we do that? we, we, Stay we, we on would. Broadway in we New York. You can't
0: possibly have Katie Hoffman yeah. doing <laughs> the part of yeah. the producers that she wanted Tony so was, for. Of
4: course, but that was a big. move. So that was a big move. Yeah, the, yeah, no, it was huge. Cast. And and, and the, the, the the idea of doing a movie had gone through numerous incarnations, numerous different sc- versions of the script. Numerous different directors were attached at various different times. Uh, there was at one point uh, Spike Lee was going to do a version of it. Um, I, it's my understanding that um, uh, they approached Justin Timberlake at one point to play b- the part. That, that I, would be your part, part right? right? Yeah. Um, you know, like just sort of various different sort of uh, combinations of people. Th- the only reason that those of us from the original cast that en- ended up in the movie the reason we ended up there was because Chris Columbus who ult- ultimately directed the movie wanted us and that was the only reason we wow. were there it was because he loved the show he loved our performances and he wanted to put us in the movie and so that,
0: that's awesome because yeah. that does not happen enough uh,
4: no. yeah Chris Columbus having a good opinion is extremely oh, rare oh now wait a <laughs> minute way <laughs> off the mark generally
0: <laughs> I was just putting the movie posters up tonight I'm Chris. kidding
4: you produce pixels
2: I oh, that's a bad example oh, bad example <laughs> um,
4: <laughs> you leave my friend
2: Chris I that's right know. come on sorry so punching bag.
0: <laughs> so now going back to the movie that you were
1: currently Dau- Mrs. Doubtfire, Harry Potter. Okay. I was oh, yeah, just yeah, going to totally say that. Yeah. So the today the the when I
0: was putting up the movies, Reminds. I had to go into the uh, M's. Goonies. 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 Right. I had to go into the M's because I was putting up Mamma Mia, and I saw uh, Chris Columbus's name on the bottom of a poster and it bothered me so much I pulled out the poster and looked at it it was Mrs. Doubtfire I yeah. did not know he did that oh, yeah. comedy no, he
4: did plenty of good stuff too. that is cool he just <laughs> did some <laughs> shitty movies that are fun to make fun of what can I say <laughs> I, I would have to I, I would have to say that a lot of people would put rent on that list you know oh. <laughs> did he direct that he did yeah. oh he did direct that yeah. Okay. yeah it was you know it was a, It was great fun making All it right. and uh, you know I have to Just one, one thing I want to say yes. about the movie is that what I'm most proud of is that when I was growing up um, although being a, just a a, a huge rock and roll fan I was a huge fan of musical movies yeah. and and one of the mm. movies that had the biggest impact on me as a kid was Hair the, the film version of Hair yep. and the thing about that movie was that it had a very similar um, the, the public had a very similar reaction to that movie when it came out as they did to rent mm. in w- it, uh, meaning that it was very sort of mixed reviews the, the, some of the fans loved it some of the fans hated it it didn't do particularly well at the box office but it it changed my life and I meet people now that yeah. have only seen the f- film version of rent and they say that kind of thing to me and so I, I I'm just I'm proud that there are some people that are affected by it in the same way that I was affected by hair which Absolutely. lots it's- of people didn't like but lots of people <laughs> did so but and you eventually get to do hair. Correct. No, I have not done. You never done it. never did. I have not. No.
0: Oh. Oh well, I we're just casting done. you all sorts of things. We're like, well, here's the deal. First of <laughs> well, all, you're you Superstar. First you might
1: as
2: well be in everything. <laughs> <laughs> you, ever do, you ever do a hello? Do you ever play Dolly? Hello Dolly. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to do. that. Be you did that. No, you did yeah, that. Yeah, but, yeah.
0: he, <laughs> he went after Crazy Time, the musical that we were in. Um, <laughs> he went and did Memphis. I now did. that music is that more like um, that would be the movie music of the '60s.
4: Well, it it was written by interestingly enough. um, Uh, David Bryan, the keyboard player from Bon Jovi.
3: Oh So what was that? Did you get to work with
4: him? I did. He's great. Cool. Okay. Yeah, there's actually a video of he and of of he and I. me singing and him playing one of the songs from the show um awesome. and, but it's 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 very it's it's 60s and 50s inspired mm-hmm. but it's his version of it you know yeah. uh, he wrote a really wonderful score really beautiful i have to check that, out. I, check that out I want to check
1: that out i haven't seen it but i'm very excited to know that it's not a jukebox music no yeah. no it's, not, it's all that he,
4: all original music and uh really he did a great job yeah. that's cool yeah. and working with an 80s rock star so, yeah what was, was totally. your band called I don't even want to say. (laughs) Got got to be better than Sweet Ass Cream corn. Shut up! I don't know about that. Uh, Well, we went through many incarnations, and as with most unsuccessful bands, uh, we blame the name very often. Well, well, it's the name, so we would constantly (laughs) change the name because, of course, it's not the music, it's the name. So um, I can tell you that we went from... I'll I'll start back in, like, eighth grade. So we went from, like, Enforcer uh, to Rude Awakening to Wine and Vision... To mute.
0: Wait, you weren't even old enough to drink
4: at that age. No, of course not. <laughs> um, and I think I was mute! at oh, oh, corrupt, I like it. corruption mute. with a K. That was always very important. Nice. Corruption with a K. Awesome.
2: Uh, stick it to
4: them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no better way to stick
2: it to someone than to use the K, K instead of a C. Of course. Yeah.
4: <laughs> um, so we went through uh, very many incarnations of, of horrible names, and you know, which was appropriate for our horrible music. So. <laughs> and, who was your, and who was your favorite band back yeah. then? Uh, I, you know, again, it was Iron Maiden. It was always Iron Maiden. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. I never got that hard. I went Van Halen. Yeah. So. I, I was a huge Van Halen fan, but yeah. once I heard Number of the spins. Beast, I was like, yeah. oh, my God. It changed my life.
0: <laughs> I've never yeah. seen them live. Did you get to see Eddie oh. and everything oh, live? Oh,
4: God. i saw ah. them like 10 times. Are you Damn. kidding? Yeah. First concert I ever slept out for at Nassau Coliseum was Iron Maiden Power Slave. Oh,
0: my God. So that's yes. when you can actually buy tickets Fantastic. at face value and get down on the front? Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah now you yeah. you do that, and you're still going to be up in the nosebleed. I think yeah. I paid
1: $40 for like 10th oh. row. Yeah. Oh. Now scalping's legal.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's called StubHub.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're. Let's get to Alleluia. Yes, The sir. Devil's Carnival. Yeah. Um, for those of you, oh, let's give a little history first. Terence Zdunich? Z- Zdunich, Zdunich, yes. Zdunich. Oh, it's Zdunich. Yeah. yeah there's a big, old Z- big old Z in the beginning. I've only Z- seen Z- it Z- in print, Z- so yeah. I wasn't sure. Uh, He was behind repo the genetic opera right with Darren Lynn Bousman the director Correct those two are continue to collaborate because they made the devil's carnival
4: and now This is the sequel to the devil's carnival called alleluia. That's correct the devil's carnival, right? Uh, The first devil's carnival was not actually a full-length feature. It was about 50 minutes long Um, and but I think the idea was always to turn this into a trilogy of some sort Um, and so this was this this is the second installment it's a full-length feature Um, it's bigger it's louder there's more music it's much more eclectic um there's it's just a a much bigger uh, production and um and my character who was not in the first film appears in this film as the the right-hand man of god
0: is that still paul servino
4: who's played by paul servino yes absolutely um and Basically, it's it's heaven and hell are at war with each other, and the devil decides that he wants to sort of fuck with God, and so what he decides to do is all the all the condemned souls that God has sent down to hell, he decides to. St- throw them on a train and send them back to heaven
0: see that's what happened at the end of the other one that's right. why he popped up and he's like what are you doing here yeah.
1: <laughs> right there's not a lot of God in the first one the, the, mm-hmm. the first devil's carnival is uh, a bunch of people going to hell and then having to relive their worst moments kind of and yeah, suffering like what maybe got you kind of get the right. idea of how bad the devil is and, he, and he's yeah
4: he gets this idea and hey. he's like right.
0: I know how I'll get rid of some of these people I'll send them to heaven
4: yeah, yeah. and so and so um, and, and also you see a lot of sort of the backstory of how some of those people in that first movie ended up getting. To hell, mm-hmm. um, and so my character uh, is sent down to have to, down to hell to quell this rebellion from the devil, and also to seduce um, th- one of these souls that has come up to heaven to see uh, to to um, see if she is pure enough to remain in heaven. Uh, which ultimately, uh-huh. she that
0: not. sounds like you're setting her up for failure. Well, yeah. Come in on, a way, in a
4: way. I and here's
0: mean, the coolest part. Yes.
1: The movie is not trying to represent heaven and hell. It's more or less presenting this entire show, I think. From the, the if it runs like the first one did. We weren't seeing heaven and hell. We were seeing a carnival. A carnival. Yes. Really and cool carnival. And a burlesque carnival. type show. Absolutely. That was presenting you really sort of Cool, it was like watching a cabaret.
0: Absolutely, that's yeah. true. Like watching a stage play, but really well filmed stage play.
4: Yeah, and heaven is 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 portrayed as sort of like a 1930s movie studio, mm-hmm. and it's it's yeah. it's there's different people doing different jobs, and there's lots of intrigue going on, and people spying on each other, and all sorts of things, um, and uh, it's and the lines between what's good and what's bad, what's evil and what's not evil, are very blurred. So you kind of get an idea that like heaven isn't so great and hell isn't so bad. And so those lines get...
0: uh It's kind of like the um, Pixar movie that's out right now. Inside Out? Inside Out, yeah. Where we that start was a great,
4: great movie. Great movie. Where you oh, start yeah. to see the lines of I loved it. your
0: personality and who you are. You have to balance bad things and good things. And you can't always be happy. So you can't always be good. That's true. You can't always right. be bad. Oh,
1: right. This this devil and God, they're going to have to learn they're to work They're going to have together. to learn to, to work it out. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. But look, we've yeah. talked about Adam singing. This us play a little bit. Yeah, of it. yeah, This is Down at the Midnight Rectory. Yes, sir. I found this uh, cool. uh, out there. Oh, and, cool. Uh, let's, let's take a taste. Down
4: down down at the midnight red tree which eagle juice frisking under the marquee the peacocks are strutting behind belted rope sipping away on the heavenly joe
0: Thank you for enunciating by the way
4: Absolutely Thank musical you. theater enunciation enunciation Somebody
0: wrote those words
4: midnight you know which eagle Oh, it's so Big Bad, Bad Voodoo, Voodoo Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Th- well, it's funny you should say that because Big Bad Voodoo Daddy is the band playing on the soundtrack. No kidding. Yes. Okay, because I was going to say,
1: this is That's the most ki- yeah. upbeat song. This is more upbeat
4: than any song from the first the one. The first one is not yet. this. So you can this tell movie. already. Well, the, the, actually, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the, the composer, uh, a guy named Sar Handelman, did not write the music for the first one. Ah. Um, and so... Terence and Sarr wrote the score to this uh, to this this film, and it's it's extremely eclectic um, and really interesting and and actually they they it's 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 somewhat of a different musical vocabulary than most people are used to, and so it's 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 really exciting. Good, that's yeah.
0: cool. I, I do, yeah, that sounds fantastic. And Adam, you should hear him when he does some rock singing. It's mm-hmm. crazy time.
2: I can hear it in that, and yeah. I, I do like this eclectic style because that is a, a fun. A hell of sort, like that, that is well, a me, fun carnival atmosphere, right. you know.
1: Let me play a little more then, this is a clip from the trailer and you can hear sort of some of the other music that's more hellish, that yeah. is also found in this whole world that Terrence has put together. Fascinating. Can I tell you about my plan? I'm starting a war with
3: God, <laughs> that divine pretender. But
2: first, I've selected a story for the occasion.
1: So, anyway, so then the, that's the devil saying, you know, giving us his plan.
4: Yeah,
0: that's right. definitely not as, uh, as zoot y and boogie And
4: it's very macabre. It's, it's mm-hmm. I mean, it, 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 it does fall, I think, somewhat into the horror genre uh, because Darren Lynn Bousman, the director, is uh, known as, as a horror director. He directed mm-hmm. uh, Saw 2, 3, and 4. So he mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and now Adam's and like yes. I know, that's a, that's why <laughs> I know Repo: yeah. Genetic Opera, right? And uh, so uh, I knew it, exactly. It two, Film called and four. Four. And, uh, and also the remake of Mother's Day. And so he's he's a uh, uh. he's a horror guy, and he's a uh, he's a really really great innovative filmmaker.
0: It has a very Rocky Horror feel about it. The first one when I saw it. That's the other thing yeah. it reminded me of because that whole sexy yeah, kind colorful of
1: colorful characters, yeah. And, makeup. yeah, and the hair and the yeah, I love and the gleefully c- being violent, very
0: violent, <laughs> <and> happy <laughs> about it, right.
2: absolutely, and nothing like it.
0: Being strange but not having a problem with it. Yeah, lots of great... Oh, that's the other thing. As soon as I got done watching the first one, I said, there are a lot of great Halloween costumes in there.
4: Well, what's great about uh, the, sh- <laughs> the movie itself... Which I like. Um, you know, the, the movie goes on tour. It's it's not... Oh, yeah, what yeah. were you talking about? Well, h- h- well, the, the the film does not have a traditional opening in, in the sense of, of the way other movies open and then they get released to theaters and people can go see them in, in, in various theaters in their towns. Th- what Darren did with the first one and what he's doing with this one is that he's touring it as uh almost as if like a live band would tour. So oh, it's going cool. from city to city, and the movie's being shown. And along with the movie, there are it's it, it's sort of a very carnivalesque atmosphere. There's opening acts. There's there's, there's sort of oh, you know fun. fire breathers and all, all sorts of yeah uh, fire local local music. Things. I think wherever he goes, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's so such
1: it's, a smart and, idea. And people come and they
4: dress yeah. up and they dress up like the characters. Yes. And it, they they try it's and make very a very Rocky n- Horror. Yeah. They try that's and make a of it, so uh, I'm looking you know, forward to all, joining it. It's
0: oh, are you gonna? I'm, I'm just, gonna go to a couple of the. Uh, well, it just stops, be unannounced, yeah. so all of a sudden. No, well, actually, they're, oh, they're okay. at various
4: different stops. They have uh, s- some of the actors from the films doing Q and As after the film, and that's so it's really. Yeah. Well, I should say fun. tonight it's in Albuquerque, but uh, oh. we're taping.
0: It, well, you're, and then you're not right. there. Dallas yeah. and New
1: Orleans, <laughs> but if uh, for the LA area where we are, this that's September 26th, Santa Ana on September 24th. And then in between uh, there, San Diego on, I believe, the 21st, back in L.A. to close the whole thing
4: out, October 18th. Are you going to do mm. the October 18th? Oh, wow. Uh, For Halloween. Yes, as a matter of fact. It,
0: would, it makes sense to have you close it out. I'm just Yeah, saying.
4: no, I will be there. Yeah. 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 i so have it, to go to that. I know a guy on the inside. I know I a guy on the inside.
1: So given that it's all, uh, you know, j- uh, uh, all mayhem and all mirth and mayhem yeah. and music. Yeah. What happened at the premiere? It was the premiere was very recently at the yeah. Egyptian Theater?
4: It was it was very much like I described. There was lots of um, carnival Was there fire breathing, kind of, yeah, with well, the sword swallowing, yeah, yes yeah. 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 awesome. and all that kind of stuff, and and carnival barkers, and 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 just you know what you would imagine you would see in one of those situations. Did they have
0: that cyclone thing that you? Yeah, the n- rides? N- n- none of those rides. <laughs> thank goodness,
4: yeah. Could you imagine if there were rides? <laughs> But it was it was a lot of fun, you know, and and the 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 films have a built-in audience already. People that are already fans, and and they show That's up cool. and they dress up and they're really you know excited, and it's 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 Smart. great for somebody like me who's used to the live performance yeah. aspect of piece of, of cake entertainment, for you,
0: absolutely, to
4: get to experience a. a a film, but have a live component as well. Do
0: you yeah. get to play and sing at all, or
4: not at these things? No, no, no. that's
0: all. Right. It's a little pressure, a little. Yeah, yeah. It's just, more fun I to I go just show and show up
4: and watch. Watch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look sharp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Free food. Yeah. Because yeah.
0: you're a guitarist too. Uh,
4: yeah, I play guitar. I play bass. You cool. know, going back to the Iron Maiden reference. I've, right. I've, like, again, oh! trying to consider the bastard child of Steve bang, Harris bang, and bang. and, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, Bruce Dickinson. That's, oh, that's so it. fierce. You know? Do you play that speed bass, that metal speed? Well, you see, the the thing is, is you have to you have to Figure, see what the, 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 the brilliance of Steve Harris yes. and, and, and guys like that, Frank Bellow, these guys who play so fast, is they've, they have they do it with two fingers. I, I, I can't get the speed, so yeah. I, I do it with three.
3: Oh, I, I, I all use my right, Add
0: another finger, finger speeds and, things along. Exactly. You add another
4: finger <laughs> and then it cuts down Don't on you know, how yeah.
0: many of these two fingers have to do. Right. Yeah.
1: One last thing we should point out Uh-oh, about Hallelujah, yes. the Devil's Carnival. Tell and us. And if there's a story, please tell us. Sure. It co stars. David Hasselhoff. <gasps> it does. Oh, David
4: Hasselhoff! Fantastic. There can't be a story there. There, can't, there just can't be. He's so run to the mill. He well, I, I, he and I bonded over the, over pl- or performing in Chicago because he played in oh, Chicago. Oh, that's I, true. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know exactly yeah, yeah. where he did it. I don't think it was Broadway, but and I had just a. Uh, uh, recently finished a run in Chicago. We played Chicago the, the musical Chicago, not the, the musical. town. Right, exactly. Ah. Did you see, see the, did you see the movie with uh, Richard no. Gere? No, I did see the okay. movie. So good. I played the well, Richard the Gere movie. part. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, That's
3: awesome.
4: Yeah, and so um, so he and I bonded over that. And he was great. He was uh, you know, I mean, he's a really fun guy. He's very sort of self-deprecating and and, and um, uh, just be. a great energy yeah, to to be fun. around. You know, he's not uh, he's not at all standoffish. Uh, actually, the original actor for that part was going to be William Shatner. Oh, Um, that'd be fun. They have a type, I guess. Yeah, and but William Shatner's (laughs) a good swap. He fell off a horse. and so we were lucky enough to get David Hasselhoff to come in and, and do the part, and he did an amazing job. He sings a really great song in the film, and uh, I it was see that was great. Yeah,
0: I think um, one of the f- Paul and I moved here, I think in 2000, and uh, right away I auditioned for a musical, and I got in it. And so I was at the musical rehearsals, and this was my first brush with any sort of celebrity. Uh, out here in LA, you think it would be super pro, but you know, not necessarily. We were rehearsing at the musical director's condo. So I was in there and I didn't know at the time that he's like a big deal because I didn't know anybody, which is good because that would have made me nervous. So we're rehearsing our little thing and I had my little tape recorder and I was putting my stuff together and I was leaving and there was a man out in the other part of the condo and all I remember seeing is just this This is so dirty, but all I remember seeing is this gorgeous guy in these tight jeans and I remember going, William
4: Shatner.
3: <laughs> no, David Hasselhoff!
4: Yeah. Holy shit!
0: And I remember just see—I don't know why I did that thing that creepy guys do. I just worked him up from the pant, like the his boots up, and I was like
2: to those blue uh, eyes, to the eyes, and <laughs> I was criticize like, me ah. about Lake Bell? How dare you? How I, dare you?
0: I'm just this little dork doing like some Taffetas musical, and I'm like, <gasps> and he knows that you know that he's David Hasselhoff. Right. He's the Hoff. He's the Hoff. But he also knows that you're in an environment where you must be there for a reason, and he's coming. He was going there to learn chess to the live music, oh, the music for, so, yeah the music chess chess yeah. he was there because he was going to be going to broadway to do it
4: chess no no no, no what chess. was it jekyll and hyde he was
0: there yes. learning the tracks The the guy there's the musical director yes! Ballad yes!
3: Ballad yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: i just checked him out and i was like hi and he goes hi and he just started talking to me to make things normal again right oh my god he's gorgeous beautiful man <laughs> that was 15 years ago but beautiful
2: yeah. Steve, uh, just saying St- St- Stephen Lewis Ooh. ran into a celebrity once and he's like everybody every time you run into a celebrity you have this attitude that is do you know who you are
4: I <laughs> 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 It's you. I didn't that's say right, it. it's me. I did I that just when I saw Buddy Guy, I went, you Buddy
1: Guy! He went, yeah. And he
4: walked on. I, like, I had nothing.
1: I was like, that's all I Do had. Do you
0: know who you are? He was so yeah. tall, by the way, too. He was very tall. I, was- I,
4: you know one of the greatest things about when Rent became really successful um, on Broadway, that first year, every celebrity came. Oh, out, cool. And we and they and they all came backstage to meet us because they right, loved the show. And it was like so we got to meet so many fun people and uh I remember meeting Jim Carrey and he had, the, he had the greatest line. I said, I, went out, I walked out and I w- walked into the alley and I saw him and I said, oh my God, Jim fucking Carey. He goes, how'd you know my middle name?
3: Ah! <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. you ever meet
4: a president or anything in all this? I have. I've met uh, Bill Clinton oh, that's twice, a, actually. That's so a cool, cool one to Bill me. and Hillary came to um, see the show and then when I was doing AIDA a few years later, I got to perform for, for them on a, um, an aircraft carrier. In, in wow. th- there was like it was like Fleet Week, in, oh. in, in in on the Hudson in you know New York City, and uh, they they had s- me and some other people come out and sing cool. for the prez. Hmm. Yeah, have yeah.
0: you met Obama? I have not. No, that'd be cool too. Yeah, yeah, great. good times. Yeah. Right, Didn't so, want to bring that up,
1: sorry. About so, that. Obama, yeah. if you're listening, <laughs> devilscarnival.com. That's right. <laughs> Look for the L A dates. All right, just you can come show on up. Now. That would yeah. be awesome. Adam, let me <laughs> ask you what we ask every guest
4: who comes <laughs> on the show. Yeah. What is your favorite movie of all time?
0: There was a wrong answer, so
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a hard. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to give <laughs> you the wrong answer, I'm, and I actually I'm going to give you I'm going to give you the really stock, boring, horrible. Citizen answer. Citizen Kane. Okay. No, 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 no. I hated that movie. Gone with <laughs> the wind. Um, no, I, I I hate to say it, but it's like I watch it every time it's on, and it remains to be my favorite movie, The Godfather.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Yes. the only guy to
4: come in here naming that. So yeah, I mean, that's it, solid. I mean, that's
0: totally solid. It just
4: it really is it's just filmmaking good. at its best. What's your favorite scene? What's your favorite moment? Shot. Oh God, um, that's a really good. That's a that's a good question. I, I you know what I love the scene when when uh, Brando finds out that Sonny's been killed, and yeah. uh, I mean it's just heartbreaking. Yeah, and it's just I mean it's like it's 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 such an acting lesson between the two mm-hmm. of them. It's just it's so it's just so visceral. It's so real, and yeah, I just loved it.
0: I'd never seen that until Paul won Money in a Game Show, and we went to Italy, and on the way there we watched The Godfather. Well, it was such a long. Plane ride. <laughs> we watched The Godfather and The Godfather Two, and then Godfather Three in Sicily. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So we
1: went to Corleone.
0: Yeah. Oh, Badass. That was cool.
2: Very cool. That says something about Godfather Three. It was a long flight, and yet, eh, we'll skip it. Godfather <laughs> Three. Right. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna
4: stare at the back of this seat <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> instead of actually watching just this movie. We get to it. was like an
2: eight-hour It was like an eight-hour flight. We only had time to watch the first two Godfathers yeah. and then <laughs> the first one again that's a little right. bit.
1: <laughs> favorite scene is such a hard question. I mean, yeah, that there's is There's no tricky. doubt yeah. when, uh, when uh, Michael has to kill the cop in the... Yeah, of course, that in the restaurant. It, that's a great... Yeah, one. But the that's opening that's scene is so great.
4: Uh, I mean, who knows? The, <laughs> my,
0: when you say... My favorite movie is Ghostbusters.
4: One of mine too, right, definitely.
0: Love it. And my favorite scene in that, the thing that really struck me when I was a kid was the scene where Ray and Winston are in the car talking about the end of the times. Yeah, right. and that's not even a funny scene. in boy, no, no, the it's music, a good scene though, yeah. the lighting, the fact that they were talking about something I never heard of before because we weren't, you know, churchy people. Right, blew my mind. The fact that, that maybe the dead are rising. What
2: oh, that I, got me. Now, now I have a question about Ghostbusters and Godfather. Okay, yes. because just over break, I watched The Big Lebowski with three different people. Yeah, like I went on vacation. Fun. I watched it with my cousin. I uh-huh. watched it with my friend Jim, and I watched it with my mom. Yeah, uh-huh. and every time that is a brand new. Absolutely hilarious in a way that's just brand new to me every time. Is uh, did you find that the Ghostbusters every time you were just laughing like that is the first time you've heard that joke and it caught you completely by surprise? Because that's I, what I do all the way through Lebowski. You it, know?
0: it just reminds me of where I was when I first saw it, you know? And so yeah. then I just enjoy them enjoying it. Oh, and if they aren't enjoying it, then I have then I get irritated. Who
2: you're watching it
4: with? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Then they need to just
2: Yeah, I don't have time for people that don't appreciate a movie as well.
4: Well, also, you know, growing up in the 80s, you, I I remember the first VCR that I had, and and we had like four movies. Yeah, That's all I had. And so I watched those same four movies over and over again. And And so those became my favorite movies. It was Grease, Jaws, Jaws two, a nice. and, and uh, wait, well, there was there was another one. There was Pretty like
0: a... in Pink was my first one. Yeah.
4: Uh, yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but like you know, you just that's all you had, and so like, yeah. you, you just pop it in. You know. And here's a question I would like to add to the annals of things
2: we asked it, guests. Yes? I, I used sure. to ask people, what's your cable TV movie? What's the movie you only know because HBO wouldn't stop showing it? Like a classic is Six Pack. Clash of the Titans. I'll go Solar Babies. I'll, I'll
4: tell you, um, Hot Stuff. <laughs> Hot, Hot, Hot Stuff! Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise. DeLuise. Yeah. One of my because, favorites. Yeah. Absolutely. Hot yeah. Stuff was one of my favorites. Cannonball Run, of course. Cannonball Run!
2: Yeah. 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 Yes! Yeah. Like, uh, nobody yes. saw that in the theater. Yeah. You just saw it you over saw, and over and over. Yep. And it was
0: that kind of movie where you could come in at any time because it's the same storyline. <laughs>
2: right. They're just, right. in, a Very true. They're just right, yeah. in a different location. You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, right. The one I would add to that is, what were the other two movies on the tape? So if, oh, yeah. uh, on, <laughs> oh, <laughs> on VCR yeah, tapes, you could fit three movies, right? So if I say Return of the Jedi... Aliens and the Fly. Yeah!
3: <laughs> I had Ghostbusters right there,
0: and Ghostbusters it. too, and then I think I had Coming to America, because I liked when the little thing danced, the little bottle cap.
2: Oh yeah, the, yeah, with the little, little kid, that? the little yeah, kid. Yeah. I like that. Return of the Jedi. I also had Jaws and Enter the
4: Dragon.
3: Boom. <laughs> I,
4: I think I think mine was uh, Sorry, Enter the Ninja. My, yeah, mine was Grease. Uh, Pope of Greenwich Village, Ooh, nice. uh, and uh, and I think I actually th- I think Hot Stuff was on one of them, or actually it might have been it might have been one of the Star Wars too. Yeah. That's so
2: cool. Good stuff.
1: right, well, let's go from the greatest movies of all time and Hot Stuff <laughs> <laughs> to what did you see this week?
0: All right, we're going to make Adam I don't sing have the music. Tune? Where's the song? I don't <laughs> know. So, you, you need a theme? Could I need you a make theme. And and it I, could be rock and roll. We'd love that. If
1: only we had a professional
4: singer. I know. Ah. Well, I I I, I uh, w- Do you know one? I, I, I don't know a pro- I, but I do know a professional musical director, that I will do my best imitation of now, because this is what oh, happens when, when Mr. Letterman always had, needs a theme and they don't have a theme. He says, Paul, can you give me a theme? So tonight's <laughs> yes. theme is, what did you see this week? Okay. So I'll give me you know, right. my Paul Shaver version. What did you see this week? What did you see this week? Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul.
1: That was awesome. It. I right. love the enthusiasm. That's the song, That's think. Think. greatest. So I put it to the table. It's <laughs> the greatest. What did you see? All right. I was traveling, so I will tell you right away, I saw two movies on the plane, going one way, coming back. Uh, I always kind of wanted to see The Maze Runner, so I hit The Maze Runner on right. the old... That now they have these great selections on the back of the chair in front of you, where you can choose from like a dozen movies. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. chose the Maze it's cool. Runner, and you could pay for the new releases, or they just got some old shit in there. too They
2: waited until I owned an iPad to bring that technology around. <laughs> I oh, know, right? Yeah, it's like all right. Now for those cool of you going. who
0: may not remember, the Maze Runner is a bunch of teenage kids who are stuck in a maze.
2: Yes, there yeah. are two types of young adult novels: one where two kids fall in love and, then and one fall out of love, and one where the entire future is out to kill all teens. Right.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is the latter. This is the second
3: one where adults
0: hate
1: teens. And Build ma- mazes. It was right about what I thought it would be. It didn't overwhelm, but I just I wanted to see the cool maze. That's really one of the. Yeah, yeah and yeah. it's a shame I missed the, the Theater because the it would have been a little more overwhelming. And then the back impressive. of a plane seat. Yeah, and the yeah. back of the seat in front of me. Okay. Because you know when they get to the end and you discover what's really going on, it's okay, and it's really just setting up another movie, which comes out next month. So, you know, yeah. that, that that left a little to be desired. It's so
2: weird that now they just know they're going to make that second movie. So Oh, Let's oh, The Golden Compass was so sure they had a
1: trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> She's sailing off at the end. Another day we'll uh, fight and and Listen, and yeah. never listen saw how me.
2: delicious. Yeah. We hate that. You're like, <laughs> "Ah, good, you got it." <laughs> but yeah. No, the others, everybody else <laughs> yeah. is yeah. getting their sequel, but yeah. Star s- Wars ended. Then we had a more
1: movies anyway. Well,
4: you know what? Batman survived. George Clooney and the nipples on the bat suit. So sure. you, know. Oh, you yeah. never know. You can. There's always another one. Yeah, there's, there's always, always another. One. There's no. Uh, on the way now. back from
1: Detroit, yeah. I saw Danny Collins with uh, Al Pacino and Bobby Cannavale and Annette Benning. I don't know that. Don't know yeah, that. it came and went. I thought it might have been a little awards fodder last season, yeah. uh, but don't be m- fooled. It's not. It's a much more uh, accessible sort of rated R comedy. What's it called? You know, I'm going to add it to the list. Danny Collins. It's All about right. a singer who used Collins. to be a big deal back in like the 60s and 70s. Pacino plays the singer, and he pulls it off okay. He only sings a couple times in the movie, so he most of the time just has to be like this aging big rock star <laughs> with a scarf yeah. and glasses. And yeah. You
0: and know uh, when you do that, your eyes start to cross. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> <laughs>
2: You, um, don't, you don't have to name your movie Danny Collins just because the guy's named Danny. That's a boring name. It, it that's kind why, of is. That's it, why I wouldn't go see Michael Collins or Captain Phillips. And it's just I'd like, go see <laughs> Phil Collins. That's a boring name for a pirate movie. <laughs> <laughs> Such a great movie. Um, it's a pirate movie. You're so stupid. But it's, it it it's is a pirate
1: movie. The, the character's true beginning to <laughs> end for Danny, and uh, he has to, you know, sort of... Something happens, which is in the plot, which I wish it wasn't, because the interesting thing... Th- it's very interesting what happens to him that causes him to sort of say, I'm doing too much blow... And you know, mm. it's like it's life, always something interesting gotta, that makes yes. you say that. And uh and, and then there's a really good ending. So,
2: oh. start That's the first I've heard of it. I mean, it's I an Al Pacino yeah.
1: and uh, it, well, it's like a change of world. It, yeah, it's not awards yeah. because it's not breaking any yeah any uh It's no Godfather. Now. It's it's really
4: amazing yeah. what the world of film has become in that you have all of these movies with these huge movie stars like Al Pacino and like and they come out and they nobody even knows that yeah. they're out. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they don't get a release in any sort of traditional way. It's like they come and they go, and then you see them well, on Netflix. You're like, when oh, did that movie get made? Yeah,
0: I did that last night. <clears throat> what is that? Oh, I'll yeah. watch that.
4: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you know he's in his Twilight years. I
2: mean, I still uh, a lot of a lot of these actors that they, they do kind of come out, come and go. What was one Robert Redford? Uh, you know, uh, well he's got one coming out where he hikes across. Yeah. <laughs> the country yeah. with another actor, right. I and think, then he's right? in
1: Winter Soldier. So they do, yeah, with oh, Nick, that's Nick, true. Nolte, yeah Nick, Nick Nolte. Malte,
2: yeah,
1: we'll talk about that next week. All right, sure. And the last thing oh. I saw, yes. we saw this together, was Hot Pursuit,
0: Hot Pursuit, with
1: Reese Witherspoon. We watched that. So I so. Is yeah. it yeah. charming at all? Um,
2: no. Well, no, 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 yeah. no, it, it looked it, like it wanted to be, but
0: um, mm. you know, what's a sad thing is I think that the movie does a disservice to the stars because I think they have a lot of good chemistry and they're funny and they know how to deliver funny things. Sadly, no one gave them funny
2: things that sucks. to deliver. <laughs> I hate a misused talent. They, they were both good. I hate that.
1: I'm gonna say a quick yeah. story about when we went. Adam and I we went. Uh Adam Witt and I, when we went to the <laughs>
4: so premiere of... Was uh, it cool a na- cool
2: name when you were a kid? Or stupid name when I was a kid?
4: Uh, I was, I, when I was younger, I kind of yeah. wanted to change I, it. I caught <laughs> shit. I, caught I was like, shit. I, w- I wish my name was Mark. Like, I just find some know, random right? name I like, <laughs> and, th-
2: and that's the stupid thing, too. I went to school with all these, like, biblical kids who are all named Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and they're making fun of my name. And I'm like, mine's in the Bible, too. What are <laughs> <laughs> you talking about? Before mine's you sh- Mine is the shit <laughs> in the Bible. Yeah. Mine Come is on. the shit. There is no Mark without me. Yeah, right? Never got
1: that. I'm like, yeah. We, we, we saw, speaking of the Bible, we saw the Evan Almighty premiere, right? And we oh, were yes. watching the movie, and there was a scene where, like, Evan's kids are doing something crazy, and mm-hmm. then Evan comes in the room and deals with some sort of plot point. He has to tell a family. Yeah. But when the kids are doing something, you leaned over and he said, "Appetite would have done something funny there. Oh, you know, yeah. he would have taken two seconds yeah. to do something funny yes. before he comes in. Then something funny is yeah. in yeah. the script, yeah, yeah. so you get an extra yeah, funny. Right. The hot pursuit is missing <coughs> that all over the place. Oh, There's okay. a scene that ends... They f- they're done with the plot that needed to happen, uh, and yeah. they just cut away slowly. I'm like, it's like watching an SNL sketch that doesn't have an, an ending. Uh, put you know? that. Oh, yeah. sure.
4: FYI, I went to high school with Judd Apatow. Did you really? Oh, cool. Oh, that's so yeah, cool. at high
1: school.
0: Yeah. Wow. I want to read his book. That's cool.
4: Yeah, he just wrote
1: a book where he uh, his whole life. Oh yeah, I have know, it. Did you know him, him as interviewing so, uh,
4: comedians way yeah, back? Yeah. What then? was his? Uh, um, I actually probably knew him before that because. Um, I was really good friends with his sister Mia. She and I were the same age Judd. Judd is a few years older than me and so He, uh, I think he graduated in '84, and I graduated in '88. Uh, but I used to hang out at his house all the time with his sister Mia, and uh, he, they had this, <laughs> they had this little sort of like hidden room in their house. Oh, that's cool. And Mia and I and this other girl Wendy, we used to cut school and hide in this little, like almost like a closet.
0: I love but, this whole story. I'm having the, a sex thing. But their, on my but their head.
4: father was, was home, and what? so instead of going to school, we would hide in this little. Cubby basically, and be completely silent oh, for then. hours. Like, we could, it was like we were like Anne Frank in the in the fucking, he and then <laughs> so I like, and that was more fun than going to school. It was like <laughs> hiding silently in this that closet. Was. in Did he uh,
0: know you were there at all?
4: Ja, no, ja, I, I think it, by that time he was probably g- g- gone out of the house. Oh, that's hysterical. Because yeah, I want his book, he's apparently
1: been interviewing comedians his whole life. He'll yeah. do some whatever it takes, call uh, people to get to whoever uh, and being
0: that he was a kid he got a lot of access yeah right,
1: right. yeah so just
2: loved it his whole life
0: who was they, they were just talking about on stern he had interviewed was it seinfeld who did he,
1: interview? he interviewed seinfeld yeah. Yeah, yeah i think he might have talked oh yeah the Brooks. book's
2: great the book's got everybody in it yeah. even uh like well, michael donahue d- d- but anyway that's Hopper cool hoppersuit cool. misses Hopper out on all the funny out. that apatow could have brought and to point it. is <laughs> and, and
0: those two women were really funny yeah,
2: yeah. that's a shame uh I saw, you know, you know. there's nothing I love quite like a ramp-up. I watched Mission Impossible <laughs> 1 through 5. Adam I likes, if there's Road more Nation. than three
0: of a movie, no matter what it is, even the ones with the romance with her, what were those?
3: Twilight.
0: He's
4: Twilight, watched all yes. of them.
0: Once they make more than three, I don't know, he'll watch them. Yeah. I'm
4: a big fan of the uh, the Mission Impossible films. Yeah, I mean, that's oh, not well, much, that's not yeah. much yes. torture. No, that's not that torture. That is not <laughs> torture no, except true. for two. Two yeah. is
2: incredible torture, but hilarious it is the it is the batman forever of mission impossible movies (laughs) it's it's almost you know it's pretty good but there's just so much weird stuff in it it's it's so funny to watch john woo just be john woo at the time by the way and i think this is this is a movie rule for me okay i say adjust your expectations know what you're getting into and try to like the movie right that's your job as a viewer it's not all on them for god's sakes i hallelujah here's here's an adam witt patented movie rule, do not be surprised by the number of doves in a John Woo movie. That's on you, right?
0: Yeah, just like don't, don't be surprised if there's a laser flare in that other guy's <laughs> movie. J.J. Abrams. Yeah. yeah. Go
2: to a J.J. Abrams movie, don't be surprised the number of lens flares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're wrong. Yeah. Not J.J. Yeah. Abrams. Because that's his
0: art. That's like, that's like going to see Jafria and expecting to hear the big bad voodoo daddy. Yeah. That's not his style.
2: Uh,
1: but this Mission Impossible uh, rogue nation, familiar material kind of spy-wise.
4: Yes, but everybody d- is disavowed once again. Yeah. But, in the yeah, he's their but, best, but he's their best agent and they keep kicking him out. They like kick yeah. him
2: out every, like movie. Th- yeah. in like every movie. And in between every movie, I guess everything
4: was fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like Quincy. Every week he solves the problem, but then the next week they're like, he's crazy. Oh, Jack yeah. Power, too, what yeah. is it?
1: Yeah. Why would we listen to him? He's only saved the world eight times. Yeah, I mean, power out here. Uh,
2: for, for, you know, <laughs> everything's fine at the end of Mission Impossible 4 and everything at the beginning of Mission Impossible 5 was fine. So in between that is technically a movie that... That is like the TV show was, (laughs) (laughs) and then they just. But that's the thing:
1: familiar material, though, with like huge set pieces, like the Vienna, the Vienna, the the motorcycle chase, the opening, the underwater sequence. I mean, just one after the other of huge. Like how we're going to set standards here, you know? And.
2: Chris McQuarrie. I love this guy so much and I've really paid a lot of attention to him. For I met, met him years ago and I just like became a little obsessed with him. And he did not get his due for a long time and then it slowly sort of built up. And this, so his signature is all over these things. He's worked on Jack Reacher and and uh, uh, even, um, oh God, I would have just write that. Oh, The Wolverine. I just watched The Wolverine. He wrote a draft of that. But uh, Rogue Nation, the, the cool stylistic thing is you've got their big action sequences and you've got all these huge things in the motorcycle chase and then the economy of the last scene is just people sneaking around and running around corners and trying to avoid each other in columns and pillars and you know it's just people against people it's like it's the the alternate thing because he does this in the way of the gun as well it just comes down to people against people in this cool way so i love that the end of the movie is just like hiding from each other or running around corners or trying to, you know, uh, tunnel chase. Or hiding in so a stuff. room
0: in someone's house instead of going to school. That's right. There that's you exactly go. That's yeah. exactly what it's like.
2: <laughs>
1: that's all that was missing from your adventures, Dan. <laughs> that's
2: right. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> Any kind of excitement, <laughs> that's what <I> was missing. Did <laughs> you see anything this week? I did. I saw um, I saw. It Follows.
2: Oh, I've heard such good things. Like what that? is yes. that? What is that? Uh, that is this horror. Uh, a
4: horror movie um, about horror. this girl that contracts a sexually transmitted curse. Nice. Cool. What a yeah. cool idea. I love it. Curse. And it has this amazing synth-inspired score which Ooh, like uh, Goblin
3: uh,
4: <laughs> which totally is is one of the best things about the movie as far as I'm concerned is the score. It's just it's it's awesome. It's really great. Cool. Um but what's really interesting is that um I read an article today uh, about Quentin Tarantino's take on the film. Ooh. And he said he and and after I read the article I was like yeah, you're right. I, I I feel that way too. Which is that it was a really really good movie, but it it it, it, it almost made you angry because it could have been great. Oh. And 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 he points out that the director kept. Not sticking to his own sort of mythology that he sets up in the beginning of the movie So as the movie progresses he deviates from from what what he set up and it kind of doesn't make sense and you almost don't notice it It's almost like sort of subliminal and then and then by the end all of these things that he had set up kind of Go away and all of these other things end up happening and 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 it just it left me a little bit uh, a little bit empty Mm. Uh, but I did love the movie. I thought it was really great and very clever. And and who
0: directed that?
4: I don't know the guy's name. No, yeah. do you know? I think he's it, like a it's, first time. He's so crept over time yeah, anyway. yeah, I have no wow. idea. We prepped uh, on cool. him anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and right. Right. I saw the went. Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Ah. Which was uh, great. on a small screen because yeah. now it's digital. right? Well, I saw it on uh, in a hotel and a, you
1: know. Something. Oh well,
0: there you go. He yeah. didn't at least see it on the back of a no I did. chair. No. <laughs> you know that one I think requires James a, little did lose a little more.
4: But screen. I was a huge fan of the movies, the Mel Gibson versions. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and I thought Tom Hardy was awesome. Uh, the movie He's was great. Really great. George Romero is just. I mean, nobody makes movies like that. George Miller. George, I'm sorry, George Miller. Have you heard mm-hmm. the rumor? What no. what? George Miller for Man of
1: Steel
2: two. Uh. Oh wow! It's out there. It's a uh, rumor. All right. I'll take it. I'll take I'll take a good rumor like that, a good yeah. tasty one. I can't believe how he kept the energy
4: yeah, after a twenty-year absence from from that movie. Yeah, and it just—I mean—he's he, he has such a distinctive style, and he doesn't—it's—it's it's one of those action movies that doesn't rely on so much CGI. I mean, there's real shit going on. Thank like, God, just, it
0: makes it more exciting. It really does. Yeah. If you do
4: it well, it's
2: better. Mm-hmm. It's really better. Yeah. Now, now, wh- one thing I will say what's what's interesting about that movie is that uh, you know, comparing it, I, I would like to compare it to uh, Indiana Jones and the King of the Crystal Skull. Did we discuss this already? No. That it is that. It, there is a ton of cgi in that movie it is in every frame every frame of mad max yes they took it out on the road yes i've seen all the epks where they actually drove with him in the front blah, 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 blah 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 but every inch of that is touched in cgi in some way and messed with and i just think it's so interesting because that movie got such such for being a fourth movie in a series by the same director That movie got such credit for still being cool because it's all in how you do the CGI, and that brings
0: you to the Crystal Skull, which was not cool. Exactly, not well done. But we used
2: to say, "Oh, we hate it because he put CGI in our Raiders of Lost Ark movie. He just didn't do it well." George Miller put CGI in our Road Warrior movie, and we should hate that. But, but instead, nobody even mentioned it. Yeah.
4: yeah. But, but you're right. It's the way it's yeah. used. So it's the way, way it's done. It's done. He yeah. lead with such a good
2: lesson.
1: Miller didn't yeah, lead yeah. with a CGI gopher laughing at uh, well, the yeah. <laughs> Mad Max is doing. Well,
2: that's true, too. I mean, well, that's. I, I think that provides the ultimate analysis of what's wrong with the fourth in an Indiana Jones series, yeah. which had started without any CGI. And yeah, it stopped taking itself seriously. It started making uh, jokes out of everything, and Mad Max never did. And for the record, oh. 30 years since, since uh,
1: Thunderdome. Yeah.
2: yeah, and Spielberg couldn't keep the tone straight from Raiders to Temple of Doom. I know.
1: That flew <laughs> up yeah. the rails early, that whole franchise. All
0: right, um, I'm going to do just one because I saw a bunch of movies when Paul out of town because what else is there to do? I'm going to talk about Vacation.
2: Oh, and I saw shit. that in the theaters. You saw the remake. All right, Reboots. I'm going to just remake set this up boots. really...
0: I'm going to set this up real fast because I think it's important to know the situation I was going into the movie from. My car broke down. Paul was out of town. The very next day, my car breaks down. I have no money. So, uh, yeah, so you're kind of like, oh, life sucks. But I get the car to the place to fix it. I want to go
2: left. Let's go to Pixels. Uh,
0: Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So, my friend Mike Nichols, not that Mike Nichols, the one that's still alive. Mike Nichols. Legal Eagles. No, friend of the show. He picks me up in North Hollywood. Ivan
1: Raymond. Ivan Raymond. That's
0: right. (laughs) Uh, So, he picks me up and. we, I get in the car and I'm like, well, I have to go home and feed the dog. Thank you for picking me up. And so we go home and I'm like, hey, can we go see a movie? So we were going to see Ricky and the Flash because of Movie Pass, which is this great invention. It's amazing. You'll have to check it out. So I say, no, you know what? They, movie a day. Movie a day. They, they won't let me see it because I just saw a movie 24 hours ago, but I need to see one at a different time. So can yeah, we go see? So you have to wait an hour. Vacation. <laughs> so we're like, okay, well, that'll be, that won't be awful and my car can't be, you know, it'll be sad okay i loved it it was fantastic oh really it was so i wasn't expecting that good. Good. i was not expecting right.
4: yeah. yeah. i was that already that setup was almost yeah. like I, so <laughs> i just went back to my broken down car it was yeah, more fun. Yeah. <laughs> no eighties i was the in a horrible
0: mood and i went to see him because i love chevy chase and i'm very much sure. a purist of this stuff yeah. and um they captured the things that they did not m- mike and i both agreed that what Happened to that movie was poor marketing, and it's oh, really okay. a shame because they show you the people in the shit, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, that I know, I know. It's not that's important annoying. in the movie. Yeah. They show you the girl coming up alongside and getting unmercilessly just hit by an oncoming vehicle. That's not even funny. Uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> that happens and hap- it goes away. Even Ed Helms seems to be uncomfortable with it. Like, well, that was odd. Why did we see that? Yeah. So they could have cut that. They could have cut the shit, and uh, literally cut the shit. And it was wonderful. It captured the heart. The thing is, and this is why those Clark Griswold movies are so amazing, is uh, I know that this isn't trendy right now, but he loves his family. Mm. He loves his wife, and he wants his family to be happy. So he works at a job he doesn't like and and, and doesn't think of it as suffering because he wants to be able to have his family go do great things. And so in the end, everything he does and all the mistakes he makes is is completely because of unselfish reasons because he loves his family. And I almost cried when I watched it. And then, of course, Chevy Chase shows up and he loves his son, (laughs) who is at Helms, And he and his wife love each other. And they all do everything the best they can, like we do every day, because we're trying to make life the best we can. And I know that doesn't seem like that's what that movie is going to be about. Awesome movie. Absolutely romantic comedy. Fantastic. All of them are great in it. The that kids are makes awesome. Me
1: happy. She I called and told me that, and it shocked me, but I can totally see how they just yeah. oh, We better put out the gross out jokes
0: so I people know. come. But you cut yeah. that from the movie, and it, it, it so doesn't need any of that.
2: Well, I know it had the potential because he's ah. a great recast of Clark Griswold. He was. He's a so great good. idea for Clark Griswold. Yeah. He
0: could be the kid. Absolutely. yeah. I have no problem with that. And they go and they see Audrey, who's played by Bart, the other movie uh, guy. Leslie Mann. Favorite actress, Leslie Mann. <laughs> and there's something interesting about her character. Oh. Because she has a bit of a secret that later, uh, I forgot that Chevy Chase was going to show up. And then later, he shows up and tells us about it. And, uh, and then... When they finally get the car, I, started, I got all excited. They start playing <laughs> they got, Holiday Road.
1: They oh, get the old car, right? Thinking, the well, they have
0: there. to because oh. their car, something bad happens to it, and they're all just giving up and they're not going to make it to Wally World. Oh, and they wow. go to stay with the parents. And Clark's like, don't worry about it. I got it. So he goes out and he.
2: That phone. is the 80s comedy equivalent of lighting that flare in Jurassic oh, World, right? Yes. That is a lighting the flare. That's good. That you really know how to good. do your moves. I That's how That movie knows how to be nostalgic.
0: Maybe I was in a bad mood because of my car, but I felt awesome when I was like done. I was like, oh my God.
2: Sweet. Yeah. Hang on to the other awesome movies you hear. saw.
0: For I'm going. Movie yeah. pass.
1: You will lead. The next time. So we can get all these movies oh, yeah. in. Because I I, yeah, Karen watched like five movies while I was yeah. out of town.
2: I am movie passing vacation now. There it's go. really
0: good. Mm-hmm. Just ignore the things that are dumb. Right.
1: But Karen, you can keep going because we're going to oh, end birthdays. the show the best yes. way we know how. So we can let our, Adam <laughs> go home. Our weekly all right. celebration of the birthdays of those who make the movies. It's Karen's birthdays. Woo-hoo. So hit
3: it. <laughs> hit it. Yes.
0: All right. Let's start off our week of birthdays by wishing a very happy birthday to Melissa McCarthy. She Hello. turns 45 but can play anywhere from a bridesmaid to a ghostbuster. Yeah. Now- I, I hope is good. I have I a feeling, good. because Bill Mer is now going to show up How's in it. How is
2: that not going to be good? It, oh, I
0: yeah. have a feeling that means he checked it out and made sure it was going to be okay. And now he's given his little stamp yeah, of approval. Now once
2: Ackroyd's out of the picture, all right, now I'll do it. Now, Boy, <laughs> that says everything.
0: <laughs> now, I don't know much about Melissa McCarthy until I saw Bridesmaids, so I went and I thought all this time that maybe she was like an overnight su- 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 sensation. Hey. That's what I'm trying to say. Success and sensation. But
2: Those take 20 years.
0: Exactly. <laughs> she was a series regular on the Gilmore Girls for eight years before Holy starring shit. in her own show, Mike and Molly, since 2010. Before that, she made her film debut in 1997 Whoa. on her cousin Jenny McCarthy's show, The Jenny McCarthy Show, and who she was a regular at The Groundling for 10 years, a regular for 10 years wow. on their Sunday company before finally filming, I don't know, what now, the, our Ghostbusters remake, reboot, I don't even know what they're calling yeah. it. I hope that vacation is a sign that it can be done and done well. And uh, anyway, I, the one thing I want to tell you, Paul, is that her character's name is Abby Yates. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of hope that's a good sign because we had a friend that they call her Yates in the movie. Oh, great. So uh, we had a friend in college who was who is the coolest person. She's so freaking cool. Her name's Yates. Gen- I hope Jennifer that's a good Yates, sign, yeah. Ms. Jennifer Yates. So uh, I, I think this is funny. On IMDb, the plot synopsis for Ghostbusters is as follows. It is unknown at this time. Nice. That was as of yesterday. <laughs> so surprising. I hope they, they figure ghosts, it out. Stick him in a containment. Let's hope so. Let, <laughs> next up, let's wish a very happy birthday to Mr. Army Hammer. His real name is Armand, by the way. He turns 28. Weird. You may know him as playing anywhere from an identical twin to a lone ranger. Currently, he is starring in The <laughs> Man from Uncle. And he is indeed the great grandson of industrialist and art collector and philanthropist, Mr. Armand Hammer, who founded Accidental Petroleum. And I have a retraction. So weird. I think last week we were talking about man from Uncle and I said that he was named after the baking soda Army Hammer. He wasn't. It turns out that in fact in the nineteen eighties, Army Hammer's great-grandfather, Armand Hammer, owned a considerable amount of stock in Church and Dwight, the company that does manufacture Armand Hammer, but he also served on the board of directors. But that name of the company was originated long before he was even involved in it. So it was 31 years before Hammer was even born.
2: I know, but it was so. named after the product Armand Hammer, right?
0: Well, it wasn't named after his father. Yeah, I thought
2: he was part of the family. It's, I thought he was a, like a, just a trust fund kid who was name. like, try acting. I only say that because his last name is Hammer, and no one's ever been named Army before.
0: Well, it's short <laughs> for his grandfather's name, Armand. Um. It's such a huge friggin' crazy coincidence. Hmm. And Anyway, so that's exciting, and uh, he grew up just like the rest <laughs> of us. Anyway,
2: he, she's here
0: dead. he is. No, that's okay. He said um, in IMDb, "I love art. You're gonna love this, Adam. I love art. I used to have a painting of Gorbachev that was given to my family by Gorbachev. So he's just like us. He really.
2: are <laughs> just. Like I guys. really love I, when
4: rich kids I, grow up to be famous movie stars. I know. It uh, makes just, me feel really good. Makes really me great. Yes. The um, cosmic spent- <laughs> thing is working. It's
0: all the training." He spent the better part of his formative years in the Cayman Islands after his father saw the movie The Firm. I'm starting to hate him. (laughs) But this, Adam, this explains why I spent the better part of my formative years in Western New York, because my dad was a big fan of deliverance.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Adam, for laughing at my stupid
0: joke. And lastly, Paul, you know how much I love when celebrities sing.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's true. You love when celebrities sing. So no doubt uh, (laughs) Army Hammer sings?
2: No.
0: Army Hammer does it saying (laughs) and Melissa McCarthy does it saying. He
2: barely acts.
0: And yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But even though I wanted to slip that (laughs) knife in one more time, thank you for going back there. even
0: though our friend of the show, Mr. Adam Pascal, does not have a birthday until October, I think. That's true. Twenty eighth. Twenty-fifth. Uh, ah, I didn't have it memorized, but in case anyone out there wants to hear him singing a little something, I do. I know, right? I went and I pulled something I loved. I thought this was cool. This is from School of Rock, where you're playing Ooh, Theo. Sure. Do you remember that happening? I sure do. Yes, and he <laughs> was. Do you a remember your man. life? <laughs> 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 he was a front man for a great named band called No Vacancy, yeah. and he's singing Ooh. "Heal Me, I'm Heartsick. Here he is, a little my, Mr. Adam Pascal. It takes a second to get going, so If you want to talk over it for a second,
1: yeah. So Linklater, yeah, could awesome. You tell, guy. Could you tell he was an amazing director? Uh, I could. I, mean, I could tell he already had a, a great. Well, bunch he did, of but stuff I, but under you, you know,
4: it, it it you you can tell so much by the 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 the, the tone on the set. By because yeah. the director sets the tone and the tone. Like Chris sets Columbus
0: does one tone. Wait, what oh, movie?
4: This was uh School, School, of School,
2: of School of Rock. Oh, School of Rock. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah,
4: and and That's awesome. And he just uh, he has such a he's I such heard a schoolhouse d- rock. Sorry, <laughs> he's such a regular <laughs> guy. That was me. I with ch- who's just a really talented director. Like he's just such an unassuming regular dude. And like um, you know, th- this was a big movie, kids all over the place. Like yeah. you know, I mean, it was like it was just like a lot of hectic things going on, and he was just always. Calm and cool and approachable and just a really, really. Great Adam, tour. listen
0: to this. You can hear like the Bruce Dickinson influence. Jeff
3: Tate. <laughs> in nice.
4: Ocean. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's badass. All right, that wraps another Movie Showcast. Everybody, wow. together, we're the Movie Guys. Individually, we are... Adam Braden. Me. You can follow us on Twitter, at TheMovieGuys, for daily jokes and links. Also, Facebook.com, slash TheMovieGuys, as well as iTunes, Vimeo, YouTube, Funny or Die, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, all that shit. Thanks to Adam
4: Pascal. Hey, Thanks, guys. Yay. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Where can we find you? Do you do the social it. media Keep thing? at it, man. You're, You're going to find me it. in my... <laughs> yeah,
0: one of these days, someone's going to realize your talent. <laughs>
4: Um, oh, you can find me, I guess, on Facebook. Yeah, I don't tweet and I don't do anything. You that got stuff. a fan page on there? So people can like. I, I, it. I have a website too, AdamPascal.net. Um, this is a success. You don't. Ha- yeah, if you don't have a Twitter account, because you don't need that. No, he, no, no. He it's, doesn't it's, need that. That. <laughs> it's that I. It's <laughs> that I, I, I. have in the past put my foot in my mouth. Oh, big wow. time. Sure. And so ah, I try and avoid ah, as many outlets as I ha- can to the, uh, to to, to next a chance to do that anymore. <laughs> so.
0: The next movie he's in is with an art with Army Hammer. Yeah, and right. he's like, hey, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to the movie, guys?
1: What? Uh, so, all right. Also, check out KarenVolpe.com, oh, yeah. The yeah. Sure. Sisters. Yes, com. Yes, we have
0: a big show for Labor Day next uh, Saturday. We're going to be at Corky's Cork Lounge singing dirty songs about going downtown. So, come on over.
1: That's Karen singing, trio digitalmindproductions.com and more. And thanks to Steve Schultz for his writing contributions to the show every week. And as always, we owe everything to Pat Peach. Next (laughs) week, we head into Labor Day weekend with Hollywood apparently not giving a shit as we'll only have the Transformer (laughs) Refueled, new in theaters. Although we'll probably talk about that Nick Nolte and Robert Redford Go Hiking movie. Uh, And we will see you (laughs) That would be a better
2: title for it. I think that's the Transporter Refueled, not Transformer (laughs) Refueled.
1: The transporter.
2: Thank you. I, I woke up in Detroit. Transporter. This
1: morning. Thanks to all of you here at the table for picking up the slack on my energy because I, <laughs> I, I jet lag. Thanks for listening. <laughs>